Welcome to CritterCast, episode two. You ought or know, you're in for a whale of a time. So this is this is episode two of CritterCast. Hello. <laughs> I feel like it's going to get really old and tired to just say hello. I also want to point out how uncomfortable podcast recording is. Because, like, how often do we sit staring at each other? <laughs> right. And, like, it's a very having experience. a formal conversation. <laughs> because, you, like, we talk all the time. But we're just, like, hanging out. And we just, like, are sitting staring at each other. Karina. Yes. How, how are you doing today? Oh, I'm exhausted. It's currently 11.40 p.m. in the evening. I am <laughs> home from a double show day. Um, so... I'm tired. Do you want to tell people what you mean by a double show day? It means that you do uh, both a matinee and an evening performance in the same day. So we did a show at 3 o'clock that ended at 5.05, and then we did a show at 7 that ended at, like, 9.10. And we are doing a musical which has no intermission. So it's two hours straight of acting and singing and dancing, and then um, at, like, 40-minute break to eat some mac and cheese from Panera, <laughs> and then two more hours of singing and dancing and acting. Mm-hmm. So it's a really fun show. Yeah, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. You had a huge turnout today. Yeah, um, we had 70 tickets pre-sold for our matinee. What? Wow. But, like, nice. literally everybody's grandparents and old relatives oh. came. <laughs> so there was a bunch of people, but it was like, nothing. No, no noise no. from the audience. And, like, after the show, like, because they're all, like, grandparents, yeah. they're all very yeah. nice. And so, like, I got several, like, oh, you were so good. And then the, this one, people were like, yeah, you were in that show with Maggie at Davis last year, right? And I was like, oh, I mean, I went to UC Davis. No, 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 the, the, the play at Davis. And I was like... I was like, I don't think I've ever been in a show with Maggie before this show, but thank you so much. And it was like her grandparents, and they were like, oh, I'm so sorry. And she was, and we went out to Panera together, and she was like, oh, my God, I'm really sorry. Like, I did a show at Davis Musical Theater, and the girl that was in the show, like, she was a darker-skinned, shorter girl. I'm, like, so sorry. Like, <laughs> I was like, it's okay. Like, Wait, I'm sorry. You don't look just like every other... Darker-skinned person? <laughs> no. But you know her, though, right? Because yeah, because we all know each other. Yeah. You gotta. One, two, three. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no that was, like, what that was much good. better than last week. <laughs> last week, she had a wine glass, and I had a soda can. Uh, it did not. In fact... Here, we can recreate. <laughs> <laughs> it did not go well. No, no. Ugh. You're right. It doesn't taste that strong. Yeah. It just smells It smells really a lot stronger than it tastes. But it's really good. It's we, a... It's a... Witty. Ready? Yeah. It's a Moscato. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> but a coffee and a glass of wine. That's the way to go. Uh, Dutch Bros also does not uh, sponsor us. No, that's true. But if they do, <laughs> shout out, please. Hit us up in all of our social media outlets. Come we now, on our door. <laughs> as of as of t- as of recording episode two. I mean, as of publishing episode two, we will have everything up okay. and running. But as of recording episode two, we do officially have our Facebook page up live. Yes. It's CritterCast with capital C for Critter, capital C for Cast, um, but one word. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, all of our pictures and photos are of Basil because you know obviously he's, he's our our cutest pet. He is very very cute. It's though very Cornelius is like. He's just not as photogenic. Not yet. He's really cute. He's not... Really, I don't think that snakes are generally very photogenic. 
I bet we uh, can well, train them. Ball see, like, pythons little, little are really freaking mm-hmm. cute. Um, and green tree pythons. Yeah, pythons being bigger and having yeah. a very specific type face are usually pretty True. photogenic. But, and um, not moving a lot. Yeah, and our dogs are freaking cute. Oh, yeah. We have three of the cutest dogs in the whole world. And our cats are precious, but, like, there's just something real special about a little leopard gecko. Like, they just have these little smiles that are just built into their faces. Yep. Like, it's so cute. It's like when you meet a dog that just has, like, a natural <laughs> smile, and you're like, oh, my God, I love it. Or yes. the husky meme, the one that's always like. Oh, yeah, 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 with the, like, little yes. stuffed animal to yeah, its yeah, yeah, And it's like, yeah, uh, it's the one that's always telling puns. Oh my Check God. out our social media <laughs> for, for dog pun memes. Yes, using using Charlie. Yeah, obviously featuring Charlie yes. the the raggle. We also are setting up our Instagram, mm-hmm. which will be CritterCast mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And we caught our domain name. Okay. So we have we don't yet have our website built, but we will. And when we do, it's going to be called CritterCastPodcast.com. Yep, That's right because. CritterCast was taken? Yes. So if you out there owning the domain name CritterCast and, and you feel like you want to give it up, yeah, we will take it. Happily. Thank you so much but for that lovely donation. Yeah, without it. Otherwise, you guys are just going to have... At least it rhymes. CritterCast right? podcast. Yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Yep. You can't possibly forget that. Oh, what's the name of that website again? You mean CritterCast podcast? I do! That's there you go. right. Uh, we should probably also explain that... <clears throat> You are not hearing triple on over your your audio today. Yeah. We have a guest speaker. Yay. A resident expert. Our, yes. Who didn't want Very to be called loosely an expert. Ter- <laughs> loosely yeah. labeled. We should probably note that we are not actually experts in any of us. Literally any of this. We're <laughs> we're just We're passionate. Yes. This there. is our Definitely. passion project. <laughs> Right. We just like to talk about things that we only half know about. Exactly. <laughs> and I like to research. So... Yeah, you got a doctorate in research, basically. I did. It's, <laughs> it's true. That's what it's called. It's called yeah. a doctorate in research. <laughs> it's, I know it's not, but, like, isn't that what it all doctorates be. are? Like, basically, you just have a degree in research. Yeah. Legit. Yeah. yeah. It's research of a specific type. Yeah, but, like, once you've mastered that type, you really you know how to should research. be able to research everything. Yeah. Although, to be honest, most of the research I do for our podcast is not using the majority of the research skills that I use. Because it's scientific research, too, which is very different. Well, like, mm-hmm. It's also just Google research. <laughs> I'm not, like... You're not checking out books in the Finding, library? No. Oh, my God, Cassie. Do those I you need multiple archives. types of sources. You can't just use websites. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have at least one book as a source, and you can't have found and it one online. Scientific journal. Nope. Hello. Nope. <laughs> so yeah, we have a, our lovely guest today, Adriana. Say hi, Adriana. Hi, Adriana. <laughs> I literally did the same thing. I did the same thing yesterday. She's like, say hi, Karina. I was like, hi, Karina. <laughs> Well, now we have a running gag. Uh, So, yeah, Adriana, of course, is um, one of our closest, bestest, bestest friends. The lovely and effervescent Adriana. Oh, my God. The amazing. Vocabulary. Adonis-like Adriana. I don't know about that. (laughs) I mean, Adonis? It's a little, it's a, I was going for A-words. Aphrodite? Uh, Oh, duh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that would be better. Mm-hmm. Like Aphrodite, like Adriana. 
So, yes. So tell us about yourself. Because I was going to tell them about you, but, like, I don't need to talk that much. I mean, I could. <laughs> you could. But go for it. Um, I, I mean, I was telling Cassie the other day, actually, that I've kind of been involved in one way or another with the Modern Bay Aquarium for 10 years now, starting this summer when I go back to work for them again um, in their education department. Um... And, I mean, ever since then, I've loved marine science. I love learning about marine science. Yes. But I do not like researching, which is why I never Uh, actually considered... Patreon. (laughs) Which is why I never actually considered, like, studying marine science or getting a degree in marine biology or oceanography There's a reason that we both only have bachelor's degrees, okay? I mean, I I am, though, going towards eventually working my way towards getting myself a teaching credential in science, and I want to teach high school biology because I feel like that's more in-depth and really cool, and I personally think high schoolers are pretty cool to work with. You know, one of our earlier ideas of how to do this podcast, we thought we would feature an adoptable animal. Oh, that'd be cute. At the end of each episode. We also thought we were going to sing and have cookies every episode. Like, bake cookies. Yeah. We are eating cookies. Oh, yeah. Last last episode, we ate chocolate chip cookies. We just didn't say anything about it. I mean, the trouble is that neither of us are particularly, like... A, either into baking or B, like have like I'm into baking. I like bake. I I like to bake, and when I do bake, it always comes out really yummy. I just like never have the motivation to yeah. because I'm always so tired at the end of the day. But you know, you know, I like yeah. to bake. Oh, yeah. I just don't get around to it like I wish I did. Next I time like I come up, I will make my favorite Snickerdoodles to bring. We were gonna ask you to <laughs> bake cookies. Honestly, I was she going to really do it before coming. But then I got your really peanut butter lazy cookies are bomb too. Thank you. It's now twelve oh four. We've been talking for twenty minutes. Doesn't feel like it. And have not even mentioned nope. our topic. Well, we have to finish introducing Adriana. Oh yeah. I mean, I was just gonna continue on to say that I've been working for the past like six, seven months teaching as a uh, outdoor school naturalist, teaching marine science to students from all over California. Um, so cool. With Camp Sea Lab. Which is super fun. Camp what now? Camp C Lab. How do you spell that? Lab, L-A-B. We'll link it. Yeah, super cool. They do have summer programs labs, um, labs, for students. Brown chocolate labs, C labs. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say brown labs. <laughs> the lab. Brown labs. You guys, I've never had this much Karma out of a glass labs. of wine before. I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> we finally, finally found a wine that Karina Right? That she drink. enjoys. Good job, Karina's mom. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to go out and buy it. Like, I enjoy I don't know if I'll, like... I'll just I don't know. We'll see. Too. Oh yeah. Let's I'll take, take a picture later. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go get it. Oh, it's pretty. Oh no. no I intentionally did not it. bring the bottle to the table because why you didn't want it. <laughs> I'm trapped. I'm trapped. Oh So yeah. So Adriana obviously is the person that we called in as soon as we decided that we wanted to do an episode about all I think in my head is my camp song. What's your camp song? Uh, so, um, with Camp Sea Lab, we when we have campfires, we teach the students um, a. Suavemente. Exactly. 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 Exactly.
Because, so, each pod is, like, the group that uh-huh. the students are going to be, like, flocking to each time where they're, like, the group that they're going to be having their lessons with every time. Uh-huh. Um, and during campfires, we have, like, a song. Just kind of get everything warmed up. We teach them all songs. Those ones are my favorite. Um, oh, okay. You can share a different one. And... Like, my cephalopod song, because I was in charge of the cephalopods, was mm-hmm. based off of the tune of the Adams Family musical, which I, made it even better. No, 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 no you're not talking about it. Sing, sing it. it. I need to hear this song. <laughs> sing it, sing it. That's what I was doing in my head. <laughs> I can read your mind. Thank you. Oh, my God. Go. Come on. <laughs> we can add it. We'll, we'll all close our eyes. We'll, yeah, we won't look at we'll you. We'll close our eyes. Cephalopod. Cephalopod, 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 cephalopod. They swim with jet propulsion. They ink to show emotion. They live in the deep ocean. The cephalopod, 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 cephalopod. Their head is near their feet. They use their beaks to eat. Sometimes a tasty treat. The cephalopod, cephalopod. Cephalopod, 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 cephalopod. Thank you, camp, past Camp Sea Lab naturalists and workers for creating that song because it's glorious. Can I just say that was amazing? That was the <laughs> best snapping I've ever done. <laughs> and also, like, a great song. <laughs> it's so cute. So, yeah, so today's episode is about cephalopods, which, legit, my favorite. Y'all. Of sea creatures. I mean, definitely of sea creatures, but also kind of in general, because they're so fucking cool. They're so fucking cool. They're so cool. They're so cool. Oh, wait. I mean, when it comes to, like, non-mammal species, for me, it's definitely a tie between cephalopods and, like, cnidaria and jellies. Oh, they're yeah. Cool, they're very the cool, too. kind. But I just like how smart cephalopods oh, can yes, be. Oh, yes. Definitely. You just... Oh, girl. Karina finished her wine glass before <laughs> oh either, of us. either of us even barely made a dent in it. So, <laughs> <Come Ooh. on. laughs> nice. For all of them. Way to go. That's to your mom. Right? Thank you, mommy. <laughs> I love you. Thank you for making me, <laughs> finding me an alcohol I like. <laughs> uh, we say thank you, too. This is fabulous. <laughs> Um, okay, so cephalopods, <clears throat> really fucking cool. <clears throat> what are cephalopods? Yes, please define them for me because literally all I know is that squids and octopi are both cephalopods. So cephalopods are a part of the phylum mollusca. Mollusca? I never know how to pronounce that word. Um, but they're a part of that phylum and then they are the class cephalopod. And cephalopod means head, foot. <gasps> so they're Greek, Greek roots. Um, so yeah, so head, ceph, pod, foot. Um, and it classifies four different types of creatures that are under that cephalopod classification. There's the octopus that we all know and love, squid that we all know and love, cuttlefish that are super adorable, and then the least common, or the one that people know the least of in general are the nautilus, which are the only kinds of cephalopods that have maintained that classic shell that is characteristics of other mollusks. So wait, did all cephalopods used to have a shell? Yes. What? And then those shells evolve into different wait mechanisms. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm imagining 
a giant Pacific octopus <laughs> in a giant fucking shell. Like, like, the <laughs> like a hermit crab shell? Yes! Or like a Ooh, bike yeah. helmet. <laughs> no, no, like like Wait, a what? hard jellyfish top. Yeah. Like, oh, that's mm. how I'm picturing it. Oh. No, yeah. I was picturing, like, full-on hermit crab with just the arms and the face coming like out. This. I, mean, like I guess this. that's technically, like, a nautilus. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but can you imagine how big those shells were? And they have noodles. would have been arms. enormous. <laughs> so, whoa. My mind is blown right now, y'all. Yeah, that's insane. That's insane. That's also, so like, cool. I'm gonna Google that. What did you say? Not Nautilus. Not N A U. Wait, wait, it popped up. Oh, okay, cool. Ah! <laughs> I don't like it. What? No, they're awesome. Oh, that's weird looking. No. Look, that part looks like a pancake, and that part looks like a shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> what are you looking at that looks like a pancake? It looks like the, like the it, bubbles like the... of a pancake. Oh. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah, oh. and then this part looks like a shrimp. Like a... Yeah, like a... A shrimpy! <laughs> <laughs> but but that, the shrimpy part is the shell. Like, that's the round... I mean, I can tell that. But, well, yeah, because... But the shells themselves have, are really you know. fucking cool because, did you know that they're one of the few, like, natural instances of a logarithmic spiral? logarithmic spiral. Yeah. Okay, well, I assume that has something to do with math and numbers. It does. And that's art, too, because it's there that one. The perfect proportions. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like the golden ratio. Mm-hmm. Oh, so the pattern is, like, perfectly spaced out? The um, the way that the curve, like oh, the... Okay. Mm-hmm. The shell itself. Yeah, the, like, not shape the of the Not the visual aspects of it. No, not, like, the decoration on the shell. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the size and so shape. So that looks pretty... I mean, that's curvature. very satisfying to look at, too. Exactly. They look like little zebras. Yeah. yeah but also, like, See, where's their face? Like hidden it's that sharp shell. part. Oh, that's creepy. I don't like that. Show me your face. Also, <laughs> guess how many. <laughs> guess how many uh, tentacles they have. Um, like too many. So many. <laughs> that's I can tell. It looks like <laughs> how many? Ten. Ten. <laughs> Shout out to one of our favorite cooking shows. <laughs> I'm gonna. It's Which, uh, I, I know, I know it's gonna be yeah. like it's gonna be a meme. The the right amount of carrot juice is how much? Five inches. And <laughs> how much? Then how much of the tomato sauce are we putting in? So many. <laughs> and then for jam, ten. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> for jam, ten. Best measurement. Ever. Accurate measurement. Yes. For tomato yes. sauce, three. Three. <laughs> wow. Yeah, if you haven't seen any of the episodes of Cooking Fresh and Fast with West, uh, y'all gotta get on that. You're missing out. It is on like, YouTube. That kid is adorable. Oh yes, he is the cutest freaking kid. Yes, and his dad's not bad either. <laughs> his dad's, you know, he's funny. He's okay. I mean, you know, like whatever. Also not sponsored by Misha Collins, but again, <laughs> if you would like to reach out, Misha, Misha, we love you. We would be they happy to collab. For sponsors, send us money. <laughs> So we can buy more wine. Oh my goodness, we've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> Is she going back for more? She went back for more. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, so okay, that shell on the Nautilus also gives the Nautilus the ability to like be buoyant and to move itself around in the ocean because it can pull different amounts of water or gases into different chambers of its shell to move around in different ways. So it's very like definitely living in the future. It's cool. 
Not feeling the Nautilus love, huh? I, I just don't know. Nautilus I, lover? Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, um... You guys spent all day getting psyched about this. I spent all day singing show tunes. Um, I am always psyched about Zeppelin Pops. That's true. I'm always psyched about them. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know a lot about them. Okay, well, let's learn more. Teach me. Adriana, take it away again. Oh, no. Where do I start? Anywhere you want to. I, mean, I love the, your handwriting, but it's very curvy. Oh, it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> also, that's not even my, like, that's my messy handwriting, because it just gets harder to read the faster I write. One of my students told me one time mm-hmm. um, that he loved my handwriting when I was writing on the board, because it looked like Santa's handwriting, and I was oh. like, so your mom. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah. Ooh, the fun fact that I didn't tell you earlier that I said I would say for this. Yes, tell me. Um, So, I don't know if this is, I'm assuming this is true for all squid, but the squid that I am very, very familiar with is the opalescent squid or the California market squid because that is a squid that I dissected at least once a week in camp. Um, Poor babies. But they were going to market anyways. <gasps> at least we got to learn from them and then eat them. And if we were at a different campsite where it was a school, we would actually still be able to use the rest of the body parts to feed the uh, animals in the teacher's okay. aquarium tanks. I'm because he let us borrow his classroom. That's so we would excellent. either get two to three uses from this good, which is super okay. awesome. Very cool. Um, but fun fact about yeah. at least this good, but probably all of them. Don't quote me on this. Again, I'm not an expert. <laughs> um, but they actually have like a donut sa- a donut shaped brain and their esophagus what? runs through like what? between their brain. What? So if they were to like take a chunk out of something, because they don't have teeth like us, they don't chew food. Right. So they if have they beaks, just like right? yeah. they have beaks. Yeah. Um so if they tear off a chunk that is too big to like go through the esophagus no. and the donut shaped brain, no. they can basically give themselves brain damage. What? Because their esophagus filled with food was <laughs> blocking. Oh my god. Like pressing up, putting pressure up against their brain. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. So they have to be like really like, smart about the bites that they take. Um, how smart like are they though? Are squids as smart squid? Squids? Squid? Are squid as smart as octopods? Octopuses. Oh, sh- we should have a conversation <laughs> about that in a minute. Um, honestly, I don't know. They are definitely very, um, they're all very smart creatures and they all have very specialized adaptations depending on like their body shape, their, you know, those differences in their chromatophores, the way that they use them, the way that they use other systems that they have in order to not only avoid predators, but to catch their own prey as well. So cool. Yeah. Can you imagine if we had donut shaped brains? (laughs) How many people would die from eating too big of a bite? I would be dead already. I would have been like, ooh, pizza, and I'm starving. Uh, oh. Rest in peace. X is over the eyes. So sad. Okay. I do. <laughs> All right, so let's clear one thing up before mm-hmm. we go any further. Mm-hmm. Correct pronunciation of octopus plural is not what you might think. (laughs) I have thoughts on this, actually. Okay. What are your thoughts? My thoughts are that technically either is correct. Either what? Octopuses or octopi. You are wrong. Neither is correct. Hi. 
But they are so commonly used in yes. the English language <laughs> that people don't, like, scientists don't care anymore. It's totally true. Yeah. yeah. Like, they, some will be saying octopuses, some will be saying octopi. Mm-hmm. Some people will be very, very... But most people that are not actual scientists will be very, um, like... Oh. Yes, judge, very, no, very yeah. judgy about like, oh, you shouldn't be saying that. It's Perhaps definitely octopi. Pedantic. Um, but yeah, like scientists don't really care. So that the reason that it's not octopi, like a lot of people think it should be, is that the the U.S. ending for octopus, that's not Latin. That's like you were saying there from. It's a Greek root word. Mm-hmm. So since it's a Greek root word. In Greek root words, you don't end a plural with an I. That's a totally Latin thing. Mm-hmm. So if octopus was a Latin word, was from the Latin root, then yeah, it would totally be octopi. But it's not. So technically, if we're being pedantic, it's octopods. But like Adrian was saying, they're all accepted so much into common use that any of them interchangeably. Okay, so anyway. Yes. Uh, what else? Um, you mentioned the beak. So yeah. the, like, oftentimes people will see, like, beaks of different sizes. Uh-huh. And that is very reflective of the size of the um, cephalopod that had that beak. And so as long as their oh. beak can fit through something, like a crack or a hole, the rest of their body will be able to fit through that crack or hole. Especially with, like, octopus. Um they're, I mean, they're basically all squish. <laughs> in in non-scientific <laughs> terms, they're basically all squish. they're invertebrates, right? Yeah, they yeah. are all invertebrates. Yeah. So they um, have no spine or bones? bones. No bones. No, no bones. Spine. Yeah. Um, I believe, like, so the pen in squid, it, I think it is made out of, like, basically the same material that our hair and our oh. nails are made out of. Keratin? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. I'm pretty sure it's the same. And But it is, like, very... Um, lots of times, yeah, it's very thin. Um, mm-hmm. Lots of times when we do that dissection with the kids, the kids always say, like, what's this plasticky thing oh. in this one? Because it does look like it a piece of plastic. Like, it, like, it looks and feels a lot like an aglet. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh. aglet. Aglet. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, wait. No. Aglet is the little eye, you know, uh, at the end of a shoelace. Oh, yeah, yeah. I There's a word aglet. for that? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I always thought it was the little hard shoelacy part. <laughs> It's aglet. That's right. I always yeah. say aglet because that sounds more fun. But it's one, aglet. One time I was Whoa. tide pooling, and I was like, I was looking at the. Uh, there were a bunch of anemones mm-hmm. that were kind of uncovered. Yeah. And I saw one where it literally, to me, it looked like there was a like plastic straw sticking out of it. Uh-huh. So I like gently pulled it out uh-huh. so that it wouldn't have a piece of plastic inside of it. But when I looked at it, it was like a squid pen, probably this long. What is a squid pen? So the squid pen is that like. Uh, the keratin What does it structure. do inside of it? It basically helps hold its structure so that when it's swimming through, it doesn't just kind of, like, flop. Oh. So it helps get, because they don't have an actual, like, true backbone, oh. that pen acts as that spine, oh. quotes, spine to, like, help it keep its shape oh and God. help it just kind of, like, keep jetting through the water. Oh, my God. They are That's also so cool. the fastest invertebrate. Tell us about the jet propulsion. Um, so they, I think you were kind of talking about how the Nautilus, how they, um, like are able to suck in water into that cavity, that shell cavity. Yeah. Um, and so they are able to suck in that water and like squid the same way because they have a siphon. 
um, or it's called a siphon or a funnel with the kids when we're having them look for the <laughs> or it, we call it a macaroni noodle because it kind of looks like a very <laughs> soggy macaroni noodle. Ew. Um, but so they have that siphon that sucks in water into the mantle and oh. then when they want to shoot backwards they like squeeze the muscles oh of their God. mantle tight so that all of the water has to shoot out through that siphon and that just propulses awesome. them like so they're basically swimming backwards they're always swimming backwards they can't swim forward that's so fucking cool yeah and it's really cool to see especially when you see those like sudden bursts wait have you, see you that seen cloud. this well like um when you see the, the videos of like oh, the yeah. clouds of ink spreading out as they like yes. shoot back okay really okay cool. tell us more about the ink yeah, so the ink is super cool. Um, they definitely use it both as a protection from predators and yeah. to kind of confuse their prey when they're trying to hunt their prey. Uh-huh. Um, again, I'm not sure if this is true of all cephalopods, but uh-huh. for sure in the squid. Yeah. Um, they Their ink smells like squid as well. It's a very, like, squid essence, <laughs> um, if you will. Rarified so squid essence. they will, like... Mm burn it out and they can use it again to like confuse their predator so that they're like trapped in this cloud of ink and they're like oh where's the squid because oh, they're smelling cool. the squid everywhere um or they use it to like confuse their prey as well to be like oh like where you know oh, right. and, like I smell the thing that I know is trying to eat me so everywhere can't figure out, yeah, like, where like, to go what to direction to hide from um yeah they're really cool the ink is really cool and it's super fun to write with when you're um playing um, not playing. When you're dissecting a squid, you're able to like <laughs> you're pop open that squid. ink sac. <laughs> when you're just like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you technically could to like see how those uh, chromatophores are moving. And I, can I mean, talk that's about why that I like science too. so much in high school is because we did like a number of dissections, and yeah. you could just be like, <laughs> did you ever dissect a cow eye? Yeah, I hated that one though. I it was my least favorite one because it looks so much like a human eye. Yeah. All and I, I like, freaked me out. Um, I dissected a pig fetus a in fetal pig. biology. We didn't do that. I'm glad we didn't because I feel like I would not. Oh, have we did that it. and I really it liked it. It just smelled really, like, the cool. whole, like, everyone awful. in the in that building I knew that we were doing worm, the dissection. That was my favorite. Yeah. And also, I, I also dissected a leopard shark. Wow. I did that. Was really cool. And our leopard shark had, like, babies in it, which oh, is really whoa. cool to see, like, the developing leopard. Because not also, some sharks, like, do have, like, Develop their their young develop inside of their bodies and other than lay like little right. egg sacs. We're talking about that mermaid's purpose. Yeah, yeah, it's like really cool. Um, and like leopard sharks are one of those go. species of shark that have their babies developing inside of their Lion stomachs birth, and they're just kind of like, oh yeah. And it literally is like that. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. Okay, so tell us about the chromatophores. Yes. So the chromatophores. They. If anybody has ever like seen or looked at videos. Um, of any kind of cephalopod, really, you will notice how sometimes they have their, like, the it looks like their skin color is changing or kind of, like, yeah. shifting or, like, if there's, like, this pattern or yeah. wave of colors going through. And those are the chromatophores, which are, like, these specialized cells and muscles that are controlled by muscles, and they have, like, pigment inside of them. And so when those muscles contract and expand, they kind of change the way that the color looks so that they can use it to either like communicate with each other yeah. or like communicate with like other animals like hey back like off. smoke signals yeah kind of cool. or they use it to like camouflage whether it's camouflaging sure. from predators or camouflaging from their prey so they can like s- kind of like stick out their tentacles and grab them mm. and eat them so cool um but yeah so those chromatophores are super awesome i love watching videos of how 
quickly those color change. Yeah. Um, there's an awesome TED talk that's all about um, cephalopods and the adaptation nice. of how they use those chromatophores. Um, in like the octopus, the squid, mm-hmm. the uh, cuttlefish, and how they use those chromatophores to change their colors and the different ways that they use it. And from, that's how they can change like their textures yes. and even kind of their shape a little yeah, bit Yeah, they too. can change like their, their shape. They can change so that the texture, like some yeah. octopus, they change it so that the texture of their skin looks like so seaweeds cool. that are, or corals that are oh like growing on the bottom. Um, they can like, literally, they can kind of split the colors on their, on their like mantles. So that, like, on one side, the female can be like, oh, there's, like, a really nice-looking squid. Like, he's so handsome. And on the other side, he'll be like, yo, back off to all the other males that might want to be like, I kind of want that female. Whoa. So they can, like, fight off, and they can change that color, like, from one side to the other, depending on where that female is moving. Fun fact. Very fast. In the middle of other fun facts. (laughs) Chromatophores and Mm -hmm. and other such color-changing Um, skills, but specifically chromatophores, Mm -hmm. are not um, exclusive to cephalopods or even to fish in general. Um, It's also how things like chameleons, other reptiles, amphibians, and mammals even, some mammals, um, very few mammals, um, color change as well. All right. Wow. I just don't even know where to go from here because honestly... I kind of feel like I should quit being human. <laughs> and just become a cephalopod. I'm just going to go become a cephalopod. Become but if you, were gonna, if you were going to be a cephalopod, though, yeah, what cephalopod would you be? I mean, I'd like to think that I would be a giant Pacific octopus. But let's be honest. You'd probably be like a baby squid. Um, <laughs> I'd probably be... Either a baby squid or, like, a really boring nautilus. I, I know Adriana go, would be a cuttlefish. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. definitely. Like, they if live you in, could like, choose. the warmer waters. Like, like Adriana would be a cuttlefish. Oh, yeah. Specifically the little purple guy with the big buggy eyes. The, 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 like, the really cute little, yes. They're yeah, yeah. so cute. They're adorable. Not, like, the normal, like, weird-looking ones. But those are not weird-looking. They're beautiful, too. They can put on, like, bioluminescent shows. Right? Um, I think some do. And it's mostly yeah. like the, the deep sea, right. the deep yeah. sea varieties of cephalopods um, that will have more of that bioluminescent so cool. capability. Oh Again, gosh. because when there's no light coming through, there has to be some way to attract your prey. Right. Or like communicate with others like, hey, y'all want to mate? attract yeah. your prey, but attract your bay. <laughs> oh! Oh, I'm only gonna have a few zingers in here. <laughs> but they're gonna be gold. Oh, that oh, was yes. good. One. That was a really good one. New title of the episode. <laughs> Cephalopods. Attract your prey, attract your bay. So, um one thing that's really cool to me about octopuses and squids and other cephalopods. I'm sorry, did you say octopods? Octopuses. Mm-hmm. You were right. <laughs> um, so, anyway, is how how often they are um, portrayed in, like, lore mm. and, like, folklore and stories that people tell. Like, it's passed mm-hmm. down and down and down. So, what's your favorite story about a cephalopod? Mm, I don't know. I don't know if I know many, like, folklore stories. Oh! <laughs> well... 
That's not more of, that's not much of a myth. It is very true fact that there are epic battles going on in the deep, deep sea. <laughs> I was thinking about <laughs> because I was looking up how many seconds are in an hour so that I know when we're approaching the hour mark oh, yeah. we're talking. But then I, all I could think of was was seasons of love. So then I was like, <laughs> 25,600 minutes. And that's what I was thinking in my head. <laughs> so I had to dance. So you were not paying attention to Adriana's... I haven't been listening to everything you guys have been saying. I've been... You guys had all day to prep. I've been looking up things that I could contribute to the conversation. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like this meme. Oh, no, you squidded. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good one. That was good, especially with the whole... Yeah. I'm visual. I'm not a listener. <laughs> gotten myself into. Oh, there will be more memes. Continue on with <laughs> your <laughs> amazing cultural stories. So, yes. okay, I'm sorry, what? There's a battle raging beneath us? There's a battle raging in the deep, deep sea. Between. It's not exactly beneath us. Um, it's like, speak a little for to the right. I just live perpetually above, above hovering above the deep sea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like floating. Yeah. Walking on water. I, I didn't want to tell you this way. <laughs> Actually, I'm Jesus. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> My dad's name is Chuck. <laughs> we have a contentious relationship. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so tell us more about this epic battle. Um, so basically, there is the sperm whale, and there is the giant squid who like living in the deep ocean, you know, nice in the dark. I can tell really this big. is going to be a good one. Okay. And so what happens is, so sperm whales are one of, like, the deepest diving kinds of species of whales. Wow. Because um, not a lot of whale species do, like, really deep dives because a lot of them really? eat krill. Yeah. So a lot oh, of them, sure. since they're eating krill, like, they don't need to dive deep. The krill right. is, like, flocking or swarming or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. You know, closer. Like up above. Further up yeah. in the water column where there's more sunlight going through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but sperm whales, they do eat, they love giant squid. Um, and so what they do is they will go on those, like, deep dives. Yeah. Um, and in the search of a giant squid, and so the giant squid obviously doesn't want to be eaten. Obviously. Um, so it has this, this epic battle, basically, because they have these giant... I mean, if their eyes are basically, like, shaped like dinner plates. Okay, but um, wait, wait, wait. Sperm whales are fucking huge. They are. Right? Aren't they, like, one of the bigger whales? I believe so, yeah. Yeah. So um, let's verify that. But squid, <laughs> giant check. squid, can get up to what was it like, sixty feet long? Sperm whales are the largest of all toothed whales. Toothed whales and the oh. largest toothed predator. Damn. Yeah, because yeah. like the largest they can get whale up to is forty the, feet in like blue whale. Yeah, the blue right. whale, which is forty can get feet. Up to forty feet in like okay. Oh, so they can actually technically be smaller than a giant squid. I'm sorry, what? Well, How because you're also thinking about the squid as, like, the tip of the mantle <gasps> to the very tip of its of last course. tentacle. Okay. Or, like, the, the tentacles. So how big... You said 60 feet? Is, like, the max that has been found. Because, again, like, oh scientists God. don't know a whole lot about giant squid. And squid probably don't... Because they stick to the deeper ocean, mm -hmm. right? So we probably don't see a lot of, like, dead squid bodies. I mean, the times when people have seen, like, a giant yeah. squid body washed up on shore, like, it's, uh, like, a lot of, like, folklore where they'd be like, oh, yeah, giant yeah. sea monster. Right, the kraken. <gasps> yeah, it's, it totally is just a giant favorite. squid that people, again, like, yes. they don't know a whole lot about them. Oh my 
Um, but estimates put them at a maximum size of 43 feet for females, though the largest one, the colossal, second to the colossal squid. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. The largest being 46 feet. Damn. That's been found. But okay, again, so yeah. it lives so deep. Yeah. But like relationally, because that's really hard for me to picture how mm-hmm. big that is. So how, like, what would that look like? Um, well, they're longer than a semi, taller. Like a a semi-trailer truck? I'm assuming. Yeah. Like an 18-wheeler. Taller than a brachiosaurus. Like the dinosaur? And about as long as a bowling lane. Like how? Okay, but I can. I don't know how legs. tall. I don't know how tall a brachiosaurus. Honestly, I don't either. I've all never the seen one. Brachiosauruses I've ever seen are like a couple it's of inches. Yeah. They're like the it's little. It's actually models. just Littlefoot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Littlefoot. I do love him. I think he's supposed to be a brachiosaurus. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. the most common kind of long neck. Yeah, long neck. Um, but the reason that scientists at yeah. first like realized that they, these epic battles were going on in the deep sea is yeah. because when dead sperm whales would wash up on shores, they would see these like giant disc-like oh my God. scars on their like faces and bodies. So because cool. so the cool thing about the giant squid is that their their suction yeah their, or their like two feet suction cups or whatever they have it's almost imagine it as them having like little teeth or like little razors all throughout. So that when they like latch onto that squid, they're like, or not to squid, when they're like latching onto the sperm whale, they're like, yeah, like digging into them, wow. like trying to fend them off. So that is like their biggest defense mechanism against the sperm whale. And it's either a matter of like, will the squid manage to get away or yeah. will the sperm whale eat the squid kind of thing? Fuck. Yeah. Okay, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm into it. That's good. That was a good story. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for that A-plus story. <laughs> I give you an A-plus on this book report today. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and on storytelling, too. That was good storytelling. I didn't know I was getting graded on this, so that makes me happy. Of course you were. <laughs> I mean, I've been out of school for a couple months, so. <laughs> A-plus plus. A little traumatized. 110%. <laughs> I never got that. <laughs> I, I Actually, no, probably in high school, but that's because it was just really easy to, like... Oh, yeah. High school's so easy. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God. So just figure out a way to, like, add in, get those extra credit points or... Or just, like, go through the book and highlight random sentences. (laughs) You know what? (laughs) I am listening. My reactions may be slow, but I hear what you're saying. I'm finding the best means to contribute to the conversation, okay? All right. What have you found for us? Okay. So, this is just a cuttlefish hanging out. Okay. Seeing a photographer uh-huh. on, under the sea. Uh-huh. And he says, Excuse me, sir, would you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, the great Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> Which, for listeners, yeah. if you may not know that, as I did not and had to Google, oh, Cthulhu <laughs> is, a, is a kraken-like beast from H.P. Lovecraft stories. Oh, Only Cthulhu yeah. has wings. Mm. Yeah. And but it was also kind of an clearly alien. a cephalopod, though. Also referred to as the Elder Gods. Okay, a cute little cartoon octopus says, Luis, the Kraken! <laughs> <laughs> Just like that. Because <laughs> he's so cute. I'd, I'd like to invite our um, listeners, too, that if they can think of... Submit. Any, yes, um, wonderful 
octopod and or cephalopod related puns or um, in general animal puns or even just information that they think is really fucking cool about the animals we talk about or ideas of animals we should talk about, mm-hmm. let me know. <laughs> <laughs> also, sometimes I wish I was an That's octopus so I could st- slap eight people all at the same time. <laughs> in Finding Nemo, one of my favorite characters is mm-hmm. the little squid with yes. the shorter oh, tentacle. You made me eat. And, and she is involved in the scene in which they touch the butt. So our second episode is also (laughs) booty related. This is actually just a booty podcast. Squids love the booty. They do though. (laughs) So if you're going to submit stuff, this time you have to use the hashtag squids love the booty. God. I mean, you could use the, we could use the hashtag you guys made me ink. That'd be pretty cute too. No, no, we gotta keep the booty theme going. Squids love the booty. Yeah, it's a it's a theme. Squids love the booty. So, um, so that's our second episode. And yeah. Thank you so much for tuning in again, even after all of the insurance talk. Yeah. Oh, that got boring real fast. It did though. <laughs> I felt like our first one was a little stale. We did not have enough wine. No. Mm. Now we know better. Now you know and, which one to get. And now we know why you like that podcast so much. It's true. Wine and milkshakes. It's a good. You gotta be set. Um, also, if you are enjoying this, please, please, please follow us on social media. Mm-hmm. We are either CritterCast everywhere or CritterCast Podcast. So we're easy to find. Mm-hmm. Facebook. Yeah. CritterCast. Instagram. CritterCast. CritterCast. Yeah. I think. I'll double check. Tumblr. CritterCast. We have our Tumblr up. We do have our Tumblr. Because we're all Tumblr users. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Tumblr user, get on. Get on. It's set up. I've posted a total of one thing. Twitter. Twitter, we're going to help for CritterCast. Yes. we have not set it up yet. Okay. Um, and please uh, like and review our podcast, especially on iTunes, because that's going to help us make sure that we can find the people who are also crazy about all animals like we are mm-hmm. and, you know, want to... We're going to try and get some cool collabs going. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. So if you want to collab with us... Hit us up. Send us an email. It's CritterCast at CritterCastPodcast.com. So, yeah. So, thank you for tuning in for episode number two. Thank you so much, Adriana. Thank you for having me. I love cephalopods. Me too. This just makes me love them even more. So, follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Follow us on Instagram. Like and review, especially on iTunes. Thank you so much for tuning in. We'll hear you again you'll hear us again next week thanks so much bye bye we're really we'll gonna have to come it. up with we'll a better on one it. for now thank you for listening we love you all don't forget to follow yes thank you bye